Murfreesboro. I'm Michael Lynn White. And I'm so excited to be back tonight. I've been out for a couple of weeks, but we are here live in the studio with me, obviously, yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Murfreesboro himself, Bill Wilson. He's hey, hey. been here. He's been covering for me since I've been gone, but I missed y'all. And whew, here we are. What a long couple of weeks for me, Bill, but I'm healthy and... and I'm glad you're back. It seems you. like it was in December that you were here last. I know. I've been gone for over two weeks because I have COVID and I had a death in the family. And You've had a lot of stuff going I've on. i had a lot of stuff going on, so it's all good, though. Yeah, thank you for right. covering me, and thank you for our friends, Kurt Wade, for helping us out, and Vinny, all of our friends. Benny Windrow was here, yeah. I'm so sad I missed him being here, but I heard it was a great show. I listened to the show. It was amazing. And we've got another great show for y'all tonight because... I want, let me say something real quick. Kay. Blaine Little with the Pulse is here, too. Yeah. He's going to be doing a story on us uh, coming out in March. So the Pulse, you can get it like at Demas's, I think Kroger's. You, Y'all have seen it. I think it's a. It's very similar it's to. Two hundred different distances. Okay, the pulse good. is awesome. The pulse is we, a bracken mayo in uh, Blaine Little. Bracken mayo is a friend of mine. But I'm excited to have a uh, somebody here who is very knowledgeable with the sheriff department. With the sheriff's department, he's uh, knowledgeable with military. Uh, uh, ex- real impressive resume or a. What what does he not know? Well, let's let's tell everyone his name now. Yeah. He is running for sheriff, but he has, he's he does a whole lot more things than that. But Virgil Gammon, thank you so much for being here tonight. Well, I appreciate it very much. We appreciate you here. We're going to move that mic closer to you. And so our wait wait just a second, Bill. Our friend from the Pulse. Are we done visiting with him? Like he's over here in the corner. We yeah, need to say hello. Yeah, we because first of all, the Pulse is honestly such a great publication, and a lot of people look towards it and i just talked to bracken who is what is he the uh he's the owner owner owner, editor jack of all trades of the murfreesboro pulse and honestly it's such a great place to go for any and all things going on in murfreesboro he even has inspirational stories and i asked him the other day i said bracken how do you like keep your passion going because it's a free publication and he works so hard and he does so well and he said you know michael m when I hear of someone's life being changed or I hear of someone who wouldn't have known about a certain life-touching story without the pulse, that's what keeps me going. And I was like, that's really cool. So come over here well, to the you. mic and, yeah, and sure. let's talk about it. This is one of our friends from the Murfreesboro Pulse, which we fully support and love Bracken. And this is our new friend of the show. Talk to us. Well, thank you so much. And I don't want to take away any time from Virgil. Well, we got plenty of time to talk to you, Virgil. Okay. Okay. Well, good. Well, yeah, the Murfreesboro Pulse has been around for over a decade now, and it's just, it's, if you need to know anything about what's going on in Murfreesboro or or even Rutherford County, Mm -hmm. just pick up a copy of that. Any place where there's sit, sit down dining, they usually will have them there in the lobby. Um, Just about every single hotel in Murfreesboro will have them. So like I said, there's over 200 different distribution points and he prints eight thousand copies oh wow yeah so a lot of people don't realize it's that big but it really is that big mm-hmm. and he's got 10,000 plus distributorship online and 10, so it's plus. yeah yeah so it's just it's, it's really just good. really amazing you can pick up the the paper copy of it or have it digital yeah cool thanks for stopping Thank by you for stopping by and we appreciate 
the Murfreesboro Pulse and anything to get out all the information about all the cool stuff people are doing. I mean, Virgil, I'm sure you've worked with the Pulse in your campaign. Well, not not this time. Not this I mean, time. We've done things in the past. In the past, was, okay. I was going to say, uh, Toots is where I read the Pulse at. Right. I'm it getting, Toots. Getting them good old chicken wings. Yes, Toots. Again, a friend of our show. That's our buddy. <laughs> he's been on the show. Wade Hayes. Wade That's Hayes. Right. Wade. We love Toots. He, he's a friend. He's and a good guy. And we're going to go read the Pulse in Toots, so we love it. I want to ask, uh, ask Virgil, what made you want to run for sheriff? Is this is your is this your first time running? Well, we went through an appointment back uh, after the situation happened with Robert, and uh, and of course, I, mm-hmm. I pretty much brought some of that to the end with the help of uh, comptrollers and FBI and TBI and all that because you know I found out some things were going on that wasn't proper, and uh, and without getting into all that, it, it this happened after his second election, right. And about two weeks into it, you know, I realized something was, was wrong at that point. And, you did. And the kicker, the kicker on it, you know, the rest is history without me getting into all that. And one of the things I got, I got asked, I never, I never gave an interview on that. I probably have said more to you than I have anybody already. Um, it wasn't about any of that at that time. It was about righting or wrong, you know, some things. But uh, when I was at the federal courthouse, at the hearing, you know, I come out, and one of the things I got asked right do you feel exonerated? And I said, no. I said, it's not that. I said, many people, including his own family, his children, his wife, you know, were harmed out of this. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, everybody knows right from wrong. But he got influenced highly by some people around him that had their interests in mind and took advantage. I think they took advantage yeah. of it. Now, really? He knew right from wrong now. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but... Uh, you know, I tried to stop him, talk to him about it, and he, he said he's doing legal stuff. So, you know, that's pretty much enough said on that, unless, right. you, unless you want to keep going on that. But nah. but that's in, that's in the past. I think most of us in Murfreesboro want to get that behind us. We do. You know, it's funny, right when I moved to Murfreesboro, when I was finishing my degree at MTSU, was right when all that was coming out. So I would honestly love to have a private conversation about that, because <laughs> not that we don't appreciate any and everybody involved, but it's just such an interesting story from a journalism standpoint everybody really makes mistakes they of course do. they do. I, I the only thing i'll say if you ask my wife uh, gina uh the day that uh i got drove home and she was on the patio and i you know i told her i said you need to be prepared for mm. what just happened i mean i just lost a 38 year career and uh, uh my 38 years of items that i had in my office which is a lot yeah i uh, got boxed up and dropped in my driveway and that, that really, yeah, and I had had the uh, I think Channel Four was filming. It. I was going to ask you because wow, you had Virgil. a lot of media following you. Yeah. What, was that like six or seven years ago? Oh, it's been longer than that. Yeah, um, twenty fifteen. September the eighteenth, twenty fifteen. Well, you yeah. know, Virgil, I didn't even. It's, it's interesting to be with the person who was so closely involved in that, and you know, again, trying to do the right thing. And I know a lot of people were trying to do the right thing, and that is just, whew, well, yes, we are going to put that behind us, and we're moving forward. That's right. And that's why we want to have you on the show tonight, because we are all about positivity, moving forward, learning yeah. about who you are. So let's get into that, Bill. Where did, have you not worked as far as you, did you work at, you did, you've worked for the city, didn't you work there for a year? I, I did. Well, actually, it wasn't a full year, and it, it was a great place to work. I had left the sheriff's office, uh, I want to say 82. 
You started when Snell yeah. was a sheriff. I started when Craig Snell. Snell. Craig Snell, and that was in uh, July of 77. I had ETSed out of the service at that time. Actually, I still had military leave, so, you know, I was just trying to, you know, nobody was really hiring at that time. Right. And uh, I was, I was going to go to the state or someplace, but. Uh, you had been in the, let's back up a minute. Okay. You, you were in the military and then got hired on at the sheriff's department. Yeah. And uh, military well, police. Military police, Fort Benning, Georgia. Uh, took my basic at Fort Knox that everybody around here. Did you see know. any gold there? Uh, well, we seen the building, but I don't know if there's any gold. There, there may not be. I mean, it's, I, I, I it's saw in a lot, Switzerland. I, I saw a lot of rocks when you were going up the hills and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. They were painting gold. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was a tank post. Yeah. I mean, that was their claim to fame, and Pat Museum's there. And when you got on the tank trails and you're doing road marches and all that, you you don't have regular gravel. This right. stuff's like five, six, eight inches around. And, right. And you can mess up a foot real quick on that. Right. Mm. But, uh, and then, you know, when ATS uh, really debated getting out, but I said I wanted to carry on the career and uh, came out and got off the sheriff's office. <clears throat> See, at that time, excuse me, we had 26 employees. You had about 30 prisoners. And at that time, you took care of the juveniles, the females, the, you know, the adults. And, yeah. And, uh, it was kind of a shock to me because when I came out of Benning, we had 270 MPs and then uh, 400 in the stockade prisoners. And uh, a lot of the stuff I did at that time was concerning prisoners, and I'd say probably 85% of it. And then last year I was in, I was a sergeant, and I was in COIC of uh, all prisoner shipments in the southeast United States. Right. And so we shipped them to Raleigh, uh, Leavenworth, and Fort Gordon. And I mean, it's and you, you know, I just those are stressful days. That's all I'm gonna say because you mm-hmm. you were shipping them very everywhere. stressful. But um, you know, and then the carry on, you know, ATS come out. Uh, matter of fact, the day I got hired, uh, uh, David Puckett was there. He was a captain. Uh, Truman Jones was there. He's chief deputy under Craig, and then Craig, of course, was a sheriff. Right. And uh, I was fortunate enough to get hired. Seventy. Uh, loved and never looked back. And and it's just I remember. Uh, the size of the county, I think, I want to say the population when I started, I want to say it was around 63,000. I was going to say 60 to 70,000. Yeah, somewhere then. there. And then I started going to MTSU. I had attended Troy State at um, uh, Fort Benning and came here and started going to college. I went from 77 to 81. And, again, I think there was probably between eight and 9,000 students out there. At there. middle. Yeah, and everything you did pretty much was at Peck Hall. Do you remember you had to get mm. your cards pulled if you if you want? <laughs> oh my God! Back in the day, Blaine, Michael, Lynn, Virgil, you had to know somebody who could get to the cards so you could get your classes. Now they just go on their iPhone and register. Oh, yeah. Thank God I was not in school. I mean, Mom, you had to do that. pay for I this place. It. I mean, you were standing in line. I mean, it's hard <laughs> enough to go through school to have to do all that drama. It's hard oh, yeah. enough to get your classes online. Let's be well, honest to everyone, because I did not do school until we had it all online. Online, it, that so would be going to Peck Hall or wherever y'all had to go to pull. I've heard so many stories about this at MT- well, Murphy Center. It was K O N. It was Murphy Center, but I, yeah. sounds listen, like a nightmare. But you know, when you start in '77, you were down at the old jail, yeah, and, West Main. And a lot of people don't know this, but my grandfather was sheriff. I don't yeah. ever talk about that, but anyway, yes, he was uh sheriff when the old old jail was there, yeah, in the 1880s, and it either burnt down or something, but. I think it was a two- or three-story building. The one that was right. built in the 60s right. when Granddad was sheriff, yeah. Granny didn't like being away from uh, Granddad, so yeah. she talked him into, 
and I guess the county commission they put an apartment in there so granny could spend the night with Sheriff Wilson and she would get up in the mornings and cook for the uh, deputies the jailers and the prisoners they say she could cook a mean breakfast bill i should go down and cook for the them now you think, you think so? they'd allow me out 9 40 when yeah. virgil <laughs> well, yeah, well that's like a, it's a lot. It's oh i mean no it's, it's a lot of eggs to cook i can tell you that well they're when they he, actually probably do cook eggs there well, right when, when, when he was sheriff in the 50s they had seven or eight employees now there's five or six hundred i don't know how many there are but you're, well, I mean, we're going to get into that i mean you're talking about you know five or eight somewhere in there and of course you, you fast forward to 70 77 26 so it didn't grow that quick because it wasn't that much growth at that time mm. and, and of course what brought the growth we all know without getting into it just yet but uh, i can mention nissan nissan mm-hmm. and, right uh, uh but uh you know the budget back then because I, I was a numbers person okay you know, statistics analyst and all that the county budget back then was four hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm. And now it's wow. and hundred million or something. Oh, it's well, we're not scoop scoop system, but that's four hundred million. Matter of fact, four hundred wow. million. These things you know when you're on the commission. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's between fifty and sixty. It it it, it you know, fluctuates. Between, yeah. It, yeah. And uh, but you're talking about you know two million dollars in medical. You're talking about over a million dollars in food service. Mm. And and the population has been down. We've been upwards of, of a thousand prisoners in there. Yeah, and it and it and probably that, only holds what eight hundred. I mean, it's supposed to. Well, I don't know. You, I don't, you can actually hold nine hundred. Now I want to say twenty six. But it, the original building, it was supposed to went up fourteen stories. Yeah, they can go mm-hmm. up another what two or four. No never, more. Never happened. Okay. The, but, it, but it, it would cost too much. It would cost too much. But is that the tallest bill? Is that taller than the first city bank? Well, no matter of fact, I can tell you, it, one of the issues that came up with some of the commissioners, we're not going to have. You know, it, it, I, I'm pretty sure the Swanson building is a little taller, yeah. but not by much. And they didn't want to have, you know, the jail being the tallest building, might near the tallest it, building. Right. It wasn't, wasn't going to happen. It's not good for the Chamber of Commerce. No. Right? And, uh, but, <laughs> uh, but I mean, we were almost out of space the day we moved in. Because mm, back mm-hmm. in, in, and I'm going to spring a little bit here, but, but uh, when we built the first new jail out there at 940, uh, it would hold basically 120 prisoners. And how it, many stories was it? Two stories or one, three? One, one story. story. That was one, it. One big pod. Yeah. But, wow. But, but you could handle Whoa. what you had, and it. And we had phantom plans about a second pod. And the, the situation on that was was the growth factor. Then was you'd you'd grow by a solid five prisoners a year. Yeah. So right. you know that's kind of how you went. Solid five. Looks like we got to take a break, and we may have a caller, but. You want to take us out? Yeah, we're, we're going to take a quick little break, and we're just getting into some interesting stuff, Virgil. We have Virgil Gammon, who is running for sheriff. We are so thankful to have him here tonight. We're going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. 
curve them, crack them, or bend them, we can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DJ Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen, a full-service kitchen specializing in wedding catering, parties, and church events. You can call them at 615-427-3972. Catch them online or view their schedule at grumpsandbonzos.com or search for Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen on Facebook. That's 615-427-3972, grumpsandbonzos.com or Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen on Facebook. Looking for something new to do here in Murfreesboro? Well, I have something for you. Head on over to Tennessee Golf Station, located at 1276 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. They have over 80 golf courses from around the world. They have a multi-sport featuring baseball, golf, hockey, soccer, and bowling, as well as many others. You can have up to six players per bay. Rent the bay per hour. Book online today at tngolfstation.com. Okay, welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. I'm Michael Lynn White. I'm so happy to be back this week. We are live in the studio at WGNS, and we're back here with Mr. Murfreesboro himself, Bill Wilson. Hello, everybody. Along with our special guest tonight, we are so thankful and happy to have him, Virgil Gammon. Hello. I appreciate it. Well, during the break, we were talking. We were like, okay, Virgil, what do you want to talk about? Because the Mr. Murfreesboro Show is, one, about positivity, and it is, two, about getting... To let everyone know about people in Murfreesboro and the cool things that they're doing. So we want you to tell us about your history. Influencers, what we like to call them. Yeah, okay. we I, like I, it. My, my love me statement then. <laughs> well, we, yeah. we, we'll start real quickly. Because we want to know about this, honestly, yeah. and especially people well, people yeah. who like me who don't know everyone in town like Bill does. Or people have just moved here in the last yeah. Right. Well, I have met a lot of people just moved here, and, and it's, Good. Ama- it's amazing. Yep. But you really need to vet who your candidate is you mm-hmm. got to research them i'm telling you because you don't know who you're getting sometimes so really look at their records see see how they compare see how they stack up see if they've got the ability to do that you know number one and uh you know with me you know we already mentioned the military service and i went in tennessee national guard also right they traveled to bulgaria and panama and you know those type of things mm-hmm. uh with the mps um you speak course, bulgarian no, they actually I'm just speak, kidding. Go probably, ahead. They probably speak better English than we do. <laughs> probably. I, I don't know. think that's a language. Well, don't, uh, don't, don't, don't drink the water, though. Don't drink the water. Oh, Montezuma's Revenge is what they call <laughs> yeah, it. We Go don't ahead, need, Virgil. We don't need yeah. that. We'll hear about that next time, Virgil. <laughs> but I mean, make a long story short, I mean, I came in, was in patrol, uh, and then I went to detective division. 
and I want to say that was about mid-78 at that time. And I think we had discussed earlier about I went to the city for a little bit, and it was just un, you know, under a year, and what happened was Craig Snell had passed away. Right. And then Truman was appointed sheriff. And I, by that time, when I was a detective, I'd already worked on four or five homicides by that time. And so he asked me to come back and take over detective division, which I did. Right. And enjoyed the city. Didn't have any, but, you know, that really was my home, you know, and it still is. Uh, right. So I came back and, uh, and uh, did that. I stayed over detective division until I was promoted and uh, I went, went to FBI Academy in 91, and after I got back, I was promoted to, uh, they called it Colonel slash Chief Deputy. Chief Deputy. How right. long is FBI Academy? Then it was 13 weeks. Okay. I'm going to say now it's eight or nine weeks because they just, they just had to cut it back. Did you get budgets. the iSpy mm-hmm. kit? Well. Uh, With Don I, Adams? I, no, I'm just I, kidding. I can't, I can't tell you. <laughs> you can't tell you to kill you, Bill. Yeah, I can't tell you. Or is that CIA? I'll, I'll tell you, it, was, it was really was a good school, and I, I would say. Uh, Chief Christman, after I got back, uh, had the opportunity to go. So that mm-hmm. was great for him. Uh, yeah, excuse my voice a little bit because when you mentioned COVID, I had it six weeks ago with my wife and I. Oh, I hear and you. I've still got a little wisp here. Me wisp. too. Yeah. I'm still, I still sound like a grizzly yeah. bear or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Terrible. Very like a, white like a man. Jays. Very white. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, we can have a little. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, any FBI course, because I'm certified, I took an FBI communications training course with mm. the, for the city, and it was amazing. So, well, And I also felt special because it was an FBI course, so I felt like I was She so thought cool. she was Cagney and Lacey. Mm-hmm, so I did, well, honestly. I, most, some people might not remember what that is. I, so. I, hey, I, I actually do. do. Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> Great show. Yeah. But, I, you know, from that point, when I was a detective, I worked on right at about 40 homicides, supervise them, these type mm. of things. We had... Be honest with you, county had more homicides back then than you do. Are now. you serious? Because it seems like crime they didn't is know. It's just like where I'm from in Oxford, Mississippi, because it was not publicized the way it is now. People did not know, and they're thinking, "Oh, our little town is just terrible." But that but, crap was happening back in the day. It yeah. just everybody didn't know about. Well, it. back and in it's the day, okay. you know, our our city leaders and our sheriffs, because our sheriff back in where I'm from, Mississippi, him and his dad were, and they're still great friends of mine. Um, but. Back They're then, like, it, Mike Glenn, the, it was happening. Back in the days, like when Granddad was here, it was a uh, a cat got stuck in the tree. Uh, there was a uh, husband and wife got in a, they got drunk, got in a fight. But it wasn't all Moon, roses, honey. Moonshiners, Ridge Runners. They were killing each other. Yeah, that was big back then, and and he had twelve corners had some great moonshine. Not that I know. Can we talk about moonshine? When's it going to be legal? Do you remember Miss Anne's? Did you ever go to Miss Anne's? I'm not telling yeah. you. We can't ask the sheriff. Miss Ann's was the place Look, to go if, hang out. if you hadn't been to Miss Ann's, something's wrong with you. Best fried chicken. She had a gold tooth, too. Best Bill, have you told me about Miss Ann's? I had to go down there, and, well, I can't say too much, but uh, <laughs> I... I rely on you to tell me all these it things, It was Bill. went back in my hellion days when I was <laughs> drinking and doing all that stuff, but it was, you know, it was 40 years ago, but... 40. Every bit yeah. Of it, yeah, yeah, but you go down there one, one in the morning and eat fried chicken. But you know, she she did every year the FOPs when they had their banquet. She did the chicken for it every year. I mean, it just it, it was a pretty big deal. And, Over and by that, Patterson Parks, where nice. her house was, and there was a yeah. big building in the back, but that was for yeah. something else. I had a big back door to get out of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not that I know again. But, right? We don't but, know about uh, that. But no, she, she was a sweet lady. There was, there was a lot of things. And here's what people don't understand about things that are here now. 
You had probably about six Tiplin houses in the county. Okay, and then you had Reed's Alley. Reed's Alley. Okay. Yeah. And this was, you had the Elks Lodge, and then you had the Moose and all this. And, of course, Oats Corner. Oats Corner, yeah. And then across the street, let's see, gosh, you had the uh, Weeping Willow. Weeping Willow with the yeah. uh, with the pool tables with, like, purple yeah. velvet. And, uh, <laughs> and those were the kind of things you dealt with. It was usually somebody had too much to drink or something. Right. But, but you still had them. And let me go back to the homicides. The reason we had so many back then, we also did Smyrna and Laverne's homicides. Okay. So y'all took care of we two took, other cities. We took care of them, too, and and the, the National Park. Mm-hmm. We They, they had... Uh, uh, the battlefield, uh, battlefield, yeah. and you had several out there. Sure, yeah, I mean, sure mm. did. We, really, there's, there's some big cases that happened out there. Really, yeah. yeah a, a guy was, uh, not, you know, we could get in the same. Sure, and I don't want to blow too much time, but there was a guy out there, metal detecting, wasn't supposed to be, but he found a head. Oh, he found a skull. Yeah, skull. Interesting. With, with hair on it. So, it, oh, so, so it was what, like new. Ooh, yeah. I'll have to Google. Bill, but, we'll discuss this afterwards. But, this is, I didn't know about this. Well, let me throw this at you. Okay. There was another head found. Oh, jeez. So it was some, was it the headhunters from Gilligan's Island? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, a dog, a dog actually came running up with this, this head. It was, it was like fresh. Whoa. Ended up being a Civil War soldier. What? The casket had caved in. Are Stop you serious? It right now. I'm very serious. <gasps> Is Bill Jakes listening? Because I feel like Bill Jakes would be yeah, coming out of his sleep to be excited sure. about this. Not that I mean, we're excited about someone's death, but the fact that it's something I mean, it's, unearthed. I don't believe it's ever happened since or anything, but apparently we had a lot of rain. And was it, that it, in the well, 70s that's like or a Because so? yeah. that's nothing yeah, terrible. Done. That's something from, that's history. Well, the dog was hungry. Oh, jeez, Bill. Well, he just wanted something. He wanted a bone. <laughs> well, he didn't know. That's cool story, was, though. Yeah. That's was, cool. Was it, I guess, it was probably a Union soldier, too, right? I'm assuming it had to be. You know, if dog. you know anything about Stones River, I mean, if you it was if you the bloodiest been there, you've got to yeah. Go. Everybody should go. And, What's and the national? I mean, it's amazing that we have that here. Seventh I mean, bloodiest battle in the yeah. Civil War. And then plus, you had I want to if I remember, I know you had at least one, but uh, you may have had two future presidents that that were involved in that. Yeah, uh, Garfield, I think I he went to East Main Church of Christ. They gave him yeah. some silver uh, goblets or uh, yeah. <clears throat> but he was on our tour of homes. Yeah. There was a gentleman, you remember he used to cut through from uh, Broad Street down uh, Van Cleve Lane to Wilkinson Pike. Yeah. Used to, and then Doc Miller had that log house mm-hmm. with a pool. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was, I think he was a vet. Yeah. There used to be, about where those cannons are, right behind, right by the Shell Station. Right, right. there is where the rain, uh, General Rains was riding his horse. And a cannon from where the country club is, it was called Wayne's Hill. Right. They were shooting back this way, and it decapitated General Reigns. And yeah. he, the horse kept. Riding. He was like, he was a headless. He was like Sleepy <laughs> Hollow. It blew his I, head off, and he just kept riding. I tell you what, I don't. I don't there I don't, used to be a marker there, so yeah. I'm trying to say General Reigns fell here. Yeah, I don't. You're I, too young. You don't remember. I remember a lot of things. Jay Brandon <laughs> on Facebook says very interesting. But, I didn't know. Uh, that's the first I've heard of that, yeah. Virgil. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up. We did, and, you know, and, and you came up through there. I mean, like I said, once I became chief deputy, we, you know, we, and let me touch this. This is why we had to build the new tower then, the new tower. You need another one already, trust mm-hmm. me. Haven't been needing it for. Now, what type of tower are we talking about? Well, either a, either a layout of a pod or a, another tower. Okay, for, for, for the prisoners jail. Because, yeah. Because they're stacked on top of each other. We have, mm. I mean, it's better that it's only 600 in there now because that's closer to what the true numbers are supposed to be. Okay. Right. And years ago, we double bunked. 
And there was times we had as many as four people in one cell, and TCI requires a certain size, and you you can't change it. Once you build that jail, you're, it's etched in stone how many square feet a prisoner has to have. Federal law controls that, right? Federal, federal, federal law. law. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Uh, but, I mean, you know, the growth on that, what happened in uh, 89, two years, 87, when we built the other one, 89, the state legislature, and I'll say in their infinite wisdom, decided to change a lot of felonies down to misdemeanors and reduce right the time. Off. Right them off. But what happened then is we had maybe, we had about three federal prisoners in the jail and they'd be gone quickly. So we didn't have a revolving door as much. And the workhouse had a few more because they could hold. They'd hold them there. They could hold them there, yeah. Yeah. And, and I want to say back in that time, you probably got 24 or $25 a day. It may have been a little more. Per but, prisoner. Per prisoner. They say that wasn't a lot, but in '89, when all these laws changed, uh, within within two and a half years, we grew from having about 80 prisoners to 300. You like and the, and the, and the female population quadrupled. Mm-hmm. It did, and what you had at one point, you had over 400 prisoners in a 120 bed facility, and you had 18 detention officers guarding this. And you got to remember that's 24 hours a day. Right. You had one tower guard. You had one were over, and the rest of them were working in bookend. It, it was almost an impossible task. I got, I got so, a question for you. The whole thing with Don, Judge Donna Scott Davenport. Can you give us your thoughts on that? You well, don't have to if you don't want to. Well, no, well, I think. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say that I remember when we got the the letter, and because uh, it was and, federal too, wasn't it? No, 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 no. State, no. She's okay. local, but the judge. There's a difference in an order. You know, and uh, subpoena and things like that. Right. The order uh, you have to comply with. You don't have a choice. Right. And uh, so, you know, there were some questions asked. I mean, I called her personal, and and, and basically I know that uh, she was trying to, the numbers were going up. She was trying to keep up with that, and it was almost impossible because, you know, you'd come in by, by a, you know, writing up a citation, and very, you know, you didn't often you know, hold them, but the new facility out there was capable of it. And then they started, I think, uh, probably, before, I'm not sure when they started contracting outside the county, but it all came together because they're trying to, uh, the biggest thing I've seen to remember, she's trying to better her records keeping and have a little bit better control. Um, but, you know, I've known Donna for over 40 years. I worked with her, and mm-hmm. I, I never heard a bad word come out of her mouth about anything. And that's, you know, and I don't want to say her and, Keep going back and right. forth, you know, and somebody gets mad, you know. They say, right. Well, you you know, but I did know her. Yeah. yeah. I worked with her, and and uh, uh, she, I mean, she's an honest person. Let me ask you this. I hear you. That's ha- honestly, Bill, one thing that yeah. we hear. We just want to make sure that we let people know, you know, there's always two sides to every story and people that work with them. And then the things that she had to deal with, I just, well, we don't know. We here, can't imagine. Here's what so, I wondered. The, the workhouse is the juvenile center, right? Or do, do prisoners are prisoners held over there at what, the at the juvenile center? Here, regular, I mean, older than juveniles. Here's what happened in the day: Judge Lowry became juvenile judge, and the jail was still holding David. Up. Yeah, no, David. Yeah, uh, he. Uh, we were still holding juveniles at the jail, and he decided he wanted to take a step. You know, and and he didn't have a staff or anything to be able to do that. But he started inching that way to start transferring the because they needed to get out of the jail. And what happened was. Out of there the were a lot of jail. laws on being near 
uh, adults. Okay. Right, sight or sound, and that's kind of the rule. Still is the rule for kids. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then cannot be around another inmate. Really? Right. It's like yeah. we're absolutely. I'd really love to know. Well, but more laws yeah. on that. Go ahead. But I mean, where they are now, the workhouse provides the food and takes it over there, hands it to hands it off to them. Mm-hmm. There's never a juvenile around now. Mm-hmm. Now, touching on Judge Scott Davenport again, is you know, one of the things I say here, this thing evolved, agree or disagree with it. And what I think is, if there, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, there probably should have been some kind of oversight yeah. that it was not there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's anybody's fault, but the state or somebody somewhere, and I know right now they're talking about in the county, we've talked about it in the county commission, is what, what do we need to do but not stick our nose in the judge's business? Mm-hmm. Because all we do is we set budgets, we do this. You know, there's policies mm-hmm. we can set, but, yeah. you know, we're not okay. their boss. I mean, we're not we're not anybody's boss to be honest. Now, right. You know, the mayor has people under him; he's the boss of. But uh, we're, yeah, ju- we're just. I agree an with you. There should be a, a a commission or something that oversees and this, um, that's working properly. Yeah. And this, unfortunately, is how these things come about. Like somebody, by no comparison, you know, finally you get a red light up after five people get killed. Right, I know. You know, and, and these type, of, and I've I've seen that, but uh, uh, but I mean, it's it 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 was a bad thing. Now, I've got a question for you. And this is not because I've been chased by the police, but if you're <laughs> when do when oh do the, when do when do you turn the sirens off and call up? No, because I mean it hasn't well, happened here. I know we've had times where people have gotten killed. Where, okay, what what are we discussing? We're discussing when do you pursuits pursuit. Well, the thing about a pursuit state law and and you have policy and uh, everything is set. Every, every state has certain set policies you have to comply with. Because uh, you've got insurance and everything else that's got you. And part Liability. Of your, part yeah. of your training, that's a huge part of your training is pursuit. And uh, I know that it evolved. Now, even when I worked for Craig Snell, uh, Sheriff Jones, on up through there, there were, there were guidelines on, on breaking it off. Now, later on under, under Sheriff Jones, we set up a standard that a supervisor had to be involved in it. And you, kept, you stayed involved on it. You stayed on the radio. And at some point... If they were going too fast, and you know, on this back part, off, you, you'd, you'd break, you'd break it off, and then you'd sit on the side of the road for five minutes to cool down. Because what happens, and you've seen it on TV, you know the, you know, cops and all that, where mm-hmm. if you pursue somebody for a while, you're a little mm-hmm. heated, right. and and you might help them get out of the car a little harder than you should, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the cool down periods. The bad side, the bad side is. You know, you got there's no standard on how fast you can go, but it has to be reasonable to the safety of the community. Uh-huh. So, That's what I was getting. So at. far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, you know, if it's according if you're in a, a small road, a big road, the interstate. But even on the interstate, I don't. If it's a speeder. Who, who cares? Right. I They're mean, just, that's, that's just the truth. You don't be going, you know, 100 miles an hour down the interstate, 120. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Any police officer that goes over 100, 110, it's questionable. Right. You know, because you're looking to have a wreck. Right. I, I've got So you're some, saying that's not that's not a good thing. Well, I, let's not get too sidetracked on this, Bill, because we've, we've got about 10 more minutes we got to 10 talk more to Virgil. I, you know, we want to talk to him about he is running for sheriff. Yeah, what else you want to say? We could talk about fun stuff about why it's illegal to chase people down the street and how mad cops get. Honestly, or counseling is another thing. 
I am supportive of our police officers 100%. Um, and all this stuff that people want to defund police and, and sheriff's department and all that just makes me so well, angry. But we want to know about you and you're running for sheriff and why you want, why do you want to even take this on? Well, I've got some unfinished business. When, when uh, 2018, uh, I supported uh, uh, Mike Fitchie. Mm-hmm. He worked under me, uh, considering him a friend. And we have res- great respect for each other. I mean, he's a good man. He is a good man. Um, we have differences in, I think, thoughts of how And he'll be here next done. week, by the way. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And, uh, but, uh, but at the same time, on a song suite, I don't care who's sheriff in there at the time. They look at things a little different right. you know, on top of that. And, and mine, I mean, I was a detective. Uh, I helped form the SRO division. Uh, I started to help start the interstate interdiction that needs to come back again. Uh, what is that? It's the drugs. Yeah. Is it like the ice? Yeah, I see. That's, that's basically what because it between here and Beach Grove is where most drugs are yeah. trafficked. And we're not doing some things we you know we used to do. Uh, I don't know if uh, you've got Citizens Academy. Mm-hmm. I brought that back and presented it to Truman. I didn't invent it, but Chief Keys in Hendersonville. I was in the FBI. We had luncheons, and he he was the person discussing that day what was a great deal. And I mean, I fell in love with it. We came back with the Citizens Academy. Been through it. It's great, great so you program. You think it's important? Awesome, awesome program because what you're doing is you're letting people know who you are, why you're spending their money, mm-hmm. and it gives them some interest and knowledge about you know when somebody says something happened, you got an idea what's going on. And they're going out through the community and telling yeah. other people, "Hey, I did. And, I went and, through and, this." And, and you need that. Now, some <laughs> some police might say. We don't need to say this, but everybody's doing this now, even the firemen. Right. I've been through yeah, the city are. and the yeah. county. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's really cool. And, and it's it's a great thing. But, That's good. But one of the things I always look at, I help I help build the policy down there uh, when it started. I mean, you know, um, uh, it's just, you know, I, I guess I was at one point the longest serving chief deputy in the state, and Truman was second longest serving sheriff. Um, uh, but... Uh, Terry Ash is the longest serving and still is. I don't know if you ever see a sheriff. Is long. that Wilson County or Knox County? Wilson. Wilson, Wilson. yeah. yeah. And Terry's the deputy commissioner now, and Jeff Long's the commissioner, and I worked with both these guys as detectives mm-hmm. when they were detectives. So, And I'm not that old, really. I'm You're not. not. So someone new coming into, obviously old Murfreesboro people know you and they know yeah. your story, but someone new coming into Murfreesboro, like me, yeah. Fitzhugh's been the sheriff since they, and y'all are friends, so we want to respect that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, why do you want to tell them, you know what? This is a good guy. I'm a good guy. Vote for me. Why? Well, I mean, you're going to have to lay some things out, and, and one of them is like, you know, uh, policy, and you've got to have consistency across the board on promotions, hiring, firing, and you know, all. It's got to be all three shifts has got to be the same. You can't have one shift giving you a day off, the other one no day off, and the other mm. one three days. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just on discipline if you have a wreck or something. But then you really got to have a real an open board. You can't have influence from anybody higher ranking in that sense to come in and oversee that board. You know, they, sh- they yeah. shouldn't know anything about what's going on until they finish the interviews. And then, then the choices can be made, you know, by the sheriff, and which is his discretion. Right. Um, I mean, there's other, you know, SROs really need to get beefed up again. Uh, and staffing's, you know, terrible right now. we got to find mm-hmm. a way to go out and, and aggressively hire people. I know you... We don't have an academy other than the law enforcement academy in yeah. Middle Tennessee and Donaldson. Now, you've got Cleveland State and you've got Walter State, one to the east and one to the west. 
and I was talking to uh, Representative Tim Rudd about things we need. I, you know, I spoke over at the coalition at Chamber of Commerce, you know, and asking questions, and I said, we've got to do something. But the other thing I talked about is what is the governor and the state doing to help us? It's not just our problem. Is you got all these people moving in here, and rightly so, that, yep. that want to get going to have freedom. They want to get away from where they were, you know. And they come in, and these are very progressive, smart people that want to be informed, and they and they have a voice. Trust me, I've, yeah. I've already heard it. So, seventy-six but, people moving to this area area daily. Yeah, yeah. and you and you've got. I mean, since twenty eighteen, you've had you know probably fifteen thousand new voters alone. Yeah. And uh, and so and and ninety percent of them, from what I could been told, is conservative. I've got a question for you, and I see Chief Bowen in the city doing this now. And I want to ask you if you're like the sheriff. The the thing they're doing at the city now is they have a counselor involved riding. Whenever they get a call, is that something? Well, what's your a, thoughts on that? That's always in the some, county. That's always something important. But you know, you, we, there are support mechanisms out there for counseling, especially if you get involved in a situation of a death and, you know, those type of things. Could be from an accident, could be somebody dying in the jail, you know, those things. So it's very important to have that. Uh, so it, it, it's something to truly look at, but there's so many other issues that need to be taken care of now. And the biggest one to me is get the doggone pay up. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, that's take, a lot of take Take the bullet. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is getting the personnel because I know for a fact I was involved in it we went out and we brought in 88 people in one year back in 97. 88 well, people. Mm-hmm. It's not going it's not going that that's actually what they really need down there if not more. Right. If you look at the staffing analysis, but you look at what they're short of. Right. And and you know, uh that causes a lot of problems. Yeah. You know, of not having this and and you know, it's not that the commission don't want to give them to us, well we can't afford it. I'm a commissioner also. Mm-hmm. But there's just so many options to look at that need to be done working with the state the governor and anybody else but when you got nashville offering 60 something thousand dollars for a ladder entry right and yeah. we're not even offering 40. yeah they get trained here and then go somewhere else that's exactly what happened williamson county exactly. and, and then the state the state prison system just up there is you know way above our detention officers mm-hmm. and you got well you got people leaving and going to smarty ready mix right they're making more there mm-hmm. so how are we going to do that are we going to be a, is that a reasonable how's thing? the commission going to do this are we going to be able <laughs> well, to make this the, happen the thing that I've, I've always said is the problem and i've said this even you know i had some some good healthy disagreements at times coming up through here you know, all the years i went to, i went for 20 years i went in front of budget and public safety and all this and we would get into pay plans. The pay plan, the original pay plan in 95 was one of the best ones that could have existed. And um, and it kept getting cut and cut and froze seven times. 27 it, years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. it kept getting froze. And if they'd left that alone, for whatever reason, and I'm going to say, you, you got people so worried about getting reelected to this job right. with a commissioner. Everything, nothing else matters other than a zero tax rate. Mm-hmm. You can't live that way in a growing community like this. Right. I'm sorry. You That's just true. can't. But if you had a, put the money aside a little bit at a time, it wouldn't hit you so hard when you get here. You know, the, the ambulance service brings in $9 million a year in ambulance fees. The sheriff's office, now they're lower on their state, but at one time we were bringing in $5 million a year on board bills. And to me, and I've said this in front of the commission, it's, it's on tape, is that why... And, and not blaming, it's the sense that, okay, now we see 
Why didn't you set aside a portion of that money from the ambulance service for the ambulance service to grow with? A couple of million a year. Mm-hmm. Right. Why didn't you do that with the county? We, so basically, the county brought in. I go back and I can look at the books. I see what the board of bills are in the last few years. Uh, the county's probably since the jail got built, brought in probably fifty, sixty million dollars. Right. But what happened is they put it all right back in the tax rate, and there's no flexibility. Mm-hmm. Right. Because one year Phil Bredesen, because everybody was complaining about the number of state prisoners we had, he took back uh, over a hundred, and the county had to raise the tax rate two cents that year. Mm-hmm. Now, two cents. Now, now Penny brings in a million dollars. Wow. And, and but at the time, at this time, uh, I want to say the board bill is thirty-five dollars, and I don't have a calculator. I, I believe I'm right, but every seventy-seven prisoners was a million dollars. It's kind of how you figured that. Wow, I got a question. What what uh, district do you represent in the county commission? Fourteenth. Uh, and what little communities are that? I well, should know that. Well, you you got oh, Bre- you got Breckenridge, you got Siegel area. Okay. Uh, you're over in Regency Park. Uh, you come back around to Riverview. You know, it's, it's they really got them twisted around. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got one side of the road that, that Michael Rather has. Oh Lord. And and yeah. <laughs> we grew and up I, together. When I was out <laughs> campaigning, uh, it'd be right here, and I'd, I'd say, hey, can I put a sign here? Well, you're not my commissioner. <laughs> Across the road. But, but do it anyway. You know. I feel like I want to so. run for county commission because I always want to run for stuff for the city because I work for the city, and it's obviously conflict of interest, and they're always like, Michael, and you could run for county. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, why, why, why is that a You'll make more money. Well, than I don't know. Being a, it just uh, is. They uh, say I can't do that. Make more money. Really? Doing that than being a uh, co-host of a radio show. <laughs> Seeing as how I'm hey, zero, yeah. we do this because we love. Mur- well, I love Murfreesboro. We have a, a zero uh, line budget here. We just do it to bring happiness, happiness, po- and let know people know about Murfreesboro. I don't know. I, we enjoy it, so we well, do it. Well, it's the happiest show I've ever been on. <laughs> Good. <laughs> We're not here to play gotcha. We're here to get no, to I mean, know I, you and well, let yeah. people know about you. You know, Because we have retired. our friends on here. Right. You know? You're not yeah, up here to try well, to take had, his place, are you? I are you? No, we love that. Just be honest. Let's have breaking news. Nobody can take Truman's place. Right. i got news for you. You know, I believe that man's got a photographic memory. He can, he can, Sing every word to South Pacific. Oh, Steel. he sounds like a guy. Hey, I man. don't know him he well. And John Blankenship. If he can have, do you, that, have you heard them? We John need to be Blankenship. He, but he, uh, <sighs> he was a great mentor to me. And, He's a good guy. Uh, just, you know, learn a lot from him. That's Let's put good. it that way. Well, Virgil, we have like literally like one minute, and we haven't even thanked our sponsors, but without our sponsors and our sweet listeners, we could not do this without y'all. So we wanted to say thank you, but. Virgil, um, thank you so much for being here at 9 o'clock. And Bill and I harassed you this week. Like, are you going to come hang out with us? So we've got Virgil this week, and we've got current Sheriff Mike Fitzhugh next week. So this is fun for us to have our friends here and people that are doing things in the community, honestly, because you want to serve and make Murfreesboro better. That's that's 100% what it is. And and I just uh, hadn't given up to go shit after going through two years of cancer. Yeah. Like I said. And we didn't I, even know, cover I, I that. I and You're well, here. I had to have surgery, and then I had to have it came back on me. Mm. And uh, how long ago was that? Uh, well, the last treatment, radiation treatment I got, if I remember correctly, I, I had been elected commissioner by that time. So it was 2018. 2018. Okay. Yeah. We're thankful yeah. you're here, and you're back. Seems like you're back, ready to go, and excited to see what's yeah. coming next. October 2018. 
October, October 2018. 2018. You don't forget those things. I'm sure you don't. We're thankful you're here, Virgil. Yeah, me yes. too. Yes, we are. And we're excited about your passion for Murfreesboro and everything well, you're doing, Rutherford County. And If I could say one thing yeah. to the people, get, get out here and learn who your candidates are. Look mm-hmm. at them. Look at their qualifications. That's who you're picking. Mm-hmm. That's who you're picking. Ask questions. Make phone calls. Just find out who you, just find out who you're going to vote for. Okay. What's your thoughts about that's the true. mayor race? Bill, that's, well, that's you know what? We got to go, Bill. We got about literally <laughs> like now. Do what? We we've got a break. Fifty-eight. 58, 48. Oh, we got oh we got more minutes. I'm sitting here trying to wrap us up. We've got time. My, Sorry, everybody. Michael Lynn. It's going to be all right. We need to take a break. Let's, we've got our take, producer. Hey. Jackson, could you take her blood pressure, please? <laughs> are you? It's, I've been out for, what, over two weeks? So, you know, do, are we taking a break, yes or no? Yeah, let's take a break, and we'll, we'll be back. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street, for a free estimate. We also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DJ Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen, a full-service kitchen specializing in wedding catering, parties, and church events. You can call them at 615-427-3972. Catch them online or view their schedule at grumpsandbonzos.com or search for Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen on Facebook. That's 615-427-3972, grumpsandbonzos.com or Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen on Facebook. Looking for something new to do here in Murfreesboro? Well, I have something for you. Head on over to Tennessee Golf Station, located at 1276 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. They have over 80 golf courses from around the world. They have a multi-sport featuring baseball, golf, hockey, soccer, and bowling, as well as many others. You can have up to six players per bay. Rent the bay per hour. Book online today at tngolfstation.com.
Hey, everybody. We are back with the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. I'm Michael Lynn White, along with Bill Wilson and our guest, Virgil Gammon, who is running for sheriff of Rutherford County. We're here live in the studio. We've all got gum in our mouth. Bill's been passing out gum during the break. Gum cigarettes. (laughs) Candy cigarettes that we all used to have back in the day. I was telling them that my dad used to buy me candy cigarettes before we went to church on Sundays. Now you would be like the worst parent ever. But you know what? We all lived. You quit smoking. I quit smoking. I quit vaping. I've never smoked. Well, good for you. I did all the above. So now all I do is candy cigarettes. Yeah, candy cigarettes are good. Uh, what what where do you see uh rutherford county in the next five or ten years where do you see us i know growth but but like us like i was saying earlier i did a lot of a lot of these uh analysis staffing analysis these things and and i would use the school board's analysis on how many students are going to come in a lot of times instead of you know reinventing the wheel but also businesses like the village and other places you you can contact them and most of the time they'll share you their demographics on why they're building right here and, right. and basically they go they, they do it's like a target bullseye and they're going to say okay this 10 mile this is how many people going to be you know in this area that could shop with us 15 mile 20 mile 30 mile they'll do an estimate and that's how they decide if they're going to put a business in right. but that also gives you an idea the growth now the other thing is to check with the property assessor's office when you're doing that, and that's one of the things you do, is is how many churches are being built, how many homes are built, you know, single dwelling and all this. Right. And, of course, in apartments are another matter, you know. And, and we, when I, when I look at it, I, I would compare us back in the day, and still would, to Cobb County, Georgia. Yeah. And that's Marietta, Georgia. Right. And I think that's, that's Close just to good, Atlanta. That's yeah. Just, yeah, just below it. But then Williamson County is like Gwinnett County. Gwinnett. Yeah. Very rich county. Yeah. And they're to the north. Northeast Atlanta. Yeah, Dunwoody yeah. and all that up that way. But I've been down to Cobb County a number of times, Marietta, Georgia, to visit their jail and other Comparisons. things. Like Comparisons. And, I mean, they're right in there with us. They went, and I hadn't looked lately, but they went from having three or 400 prisoners to uh, almost 2,000. Now, I don't know what they are right now. I hadn't checked. But then they also went from, you know, having 80 or 90 deputies to over 500 and then they also went to a county police instead of a sheriff's office situation mm-hmm. and uh, and so the sheriff took care of the warrants and records service warrants courts and and transporting prisoners right. into, and took care of the jail and the, you know i don't i'm not sure what the state of tennessee laws are on that but i know like in florida pinellas county clearwater and all that the sheriff's office takes care of those cities so right. being the sheriff's a constitutional uh, office, conservator to peace, Cleo in a county, I mean, if a city exists, and the, but the reason they exist is they grow and they want to have certain services. Right. So some of these places never had fire departments. We never had a full-time. Growth, growth pretty much demands that on you. Right. And the city wanted more services. It's like the time they almost went to do their own ambulance service. Right. And, right. You, can't, and you can't blame them if they do, if they want quicker response in a sense our analysts does a super super job mm-hmm. and back when that was discussed one of the things i said you know these words people gonna be unemployed and i said i said let's just spread them the rest of the way through the county don't lose anybody uh-huh. little stations yeah and then you're caught up because really they're behind i know they're behind by a number of vehicles number right. of Kind of like employees. the volunteer fire department very similar right but well, but uh, they get paid but right? they're they're yeah 
but they're, they're, the volunteer fire departments have been awesome. Yeah. It's like I was at Kittrell yesterday. You know, Kittrell, uh, Last Cast is those two fire departments. And then some. you got some other good ones, but they're losing and losing volunteers. And what happens when you lose those volunteers, somebody's got to pick up the slack. And unfortunately, the county's going to have to hire more full-time firemen right for but sure then, but then they need to hire more paramedics you got to hire more the bullet's gonna have to be bit at some point if you're going to let this county keep growing mm-hmm. besides you the sheriff what about chris clark he's got he's a oh, he's, he's awesome. a great guy he's, i've worked with chris for gosh over 30 years probably he's we love chris of, yeah, he's a he friend of the show, on the show. I mean, he, he's a shark, he knows a more guy. he probably knows more i'm not gonna say he knows more than he knows what's going on yeah he could get a page or uh, not a page he could get a call or text <laughs> Hey, if it's something to do, anything bad, he knows about it. Right. Well, here's the thing. Meeting with Chris Clark, with you, with everyone, one thing we do know is that you love Murfreesboro and Rutherford County, and you care about our citizens, and we know that they're in good hands with leadership now. And like with you, Virgil, you've been doing this so long. You care about this work. You know it through and through. Well, here's one thing to touch real quick. You know, the sheriff's office is separated. You've got the sheriff's office side and you got detention. Uh-huh. Detention's a battleship. Right. You, you've got to take care of detention. You've got to keep the drugs out. Mm. You've got to train the personnel. Training's Training's biggest, that's the biggest thing that's going to get you in a lawsuit is failure to train. Really? Right. And so there's so many things that's got to be done mm-hmm. to fix that. I was involved on the ground floor, you know, when that started and everything. So, uh, I mean, I think I told you earlier I was fairly trained correctional officer so yeah i brought that up through this system you're ready to get to work aren't you oh yeah i'm very ready i'm 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 at 26 i'm biting biting at the bits i know (laughs) thank you for your time all right thank you for your time it's it's great and we'll have uh sheriff mike pitch you will be here next week at nine o'clock here on the mr murfreesboro show thanks everybody for listening glad to have michael lynn back thank you jackson our producer god bless you and go out and do something nice for somebody take care Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. If you want to get some barbecue, I'll tell you how to do it.